Well, first of all, you ought to go and look on your screens and learn exactly how to do the job. Now! Come on, then. Hold very tight now. Ding, ding! Oh, have you been playing football in here again, Beryl? Look at these screens. They're filthy. Well, which screen shall we choose? Hello. I am a robot. You are listening to Scorchio. A 200% podcast. Hello games fans and welcome to Scorchio, the podcast where we review old football video games. Or not. Yeah, because this week we're not. This week. No. We set ourselves a challenge. Yeah, I thought it would be useful, uh, a useful exercise if we laid our cards on the table. Because after six weeks of mithering and complaining, as we've generally been, I thought it would be nice if we uh, put our cards on the table and gave people a flavour of maybe what it is exactly that we're looking for in a football game. And you never know, somebody might be able to direct us in the uh, direction of an old football game that does it, all of these things. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that with mine. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. Although, to be fair, okay, to clarify, I genuinely think that two of these are good ideas. The premise that I set was three games each. We had to come up with three games that we would like to see made. Mm-hmm. Like to be able to play in our own, you know, feel feel the joypad in our clutched in our sweaty hands. Yes. And um and go through the motions of what these games have to offer yeah, us. Yeah, and when you start thinking about it there's a lot that hasn't been done. Yes. Or there's a lot that's been half done or a bit done. And actually um, being in the environment in which we're in now, where there are basically three games. It's true. And two of them are basically the same game. You know? Yeah, but slightly different licenses. They're essentially, you know, if you were to look at them and, you know, they didn't know... If you were to put my dad... In front of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think if you were to put either of our dads in front of them, they'd spend maybe the first 10 minutes thinking it was just a game of football on the yeah, telly. Yeah. And then after that, they would never understand. Never understand. Yeah. How yeah. They were... You know, so that, that's my that's my, that's my my barometer for that. You know. Yeah. Um, everything is completely realistic. There is more kind of inventive and playful stuff going on you know, on mobile. Yeah, I think in the indie game market, people feel freer to explore sort of more tangential avenues of football rather than the serious business TM that the the main football titles deal with. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, yeah. So let's begin with your first game that you would like to play. My first game, the first game that I've... The first game that I've come up with 
is a kind of ZX Spectrum-y, Commodore 64-y type of game from the mid-80s or so. Okay. You know, to try and get you in the mood for what this game looks like. And I don't really need to say a great deal more than the name of this game is Peter Shilton's Penalty Challenge. Okay. Is there not already a game uh, along these lines? Well, no, because this is quite a specific game. You are Peter Shilton, and it's the 1990 World Cup semi-final between England and West Germany. (laughs) And you've got to take the penalties, or save the penalties, for England. But... Yeah. Where it gets really... I think if you had to take the penalties for Germany, that would be a very easy game. Almost too yeah. easy a game. And the thing is that the controls on the game are really sluggish and unresponsive. And eventually when it <laughs> dives, it kind of falls sideways like a sack of spuds. So it's essentially a fully functional Peter Shilton simulator. Yeah, so, you know, it could, it could theoretically save it if the ball hit him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if there was a coincidental sort of moment in, in space and time in which the two things yeah. transect. Let's let's, um, let's see how good those Germans really were, is what I'm basically saying. <laughs> well, I, I I have to say I'm very I'm very uh, I'm very enthused by the idea of any kind of player simulator. Well, the thing is that there was a lot of that about at the time. Yeah. You know, there were uh, there was a Paul Gascoigne game, there was a Gary Lineker game, there was an Eminem Hughes game. Yes, uh, and that one I think was decent. What? <laughs> How is that um, even possible? So you know, so it was commonplace for this to happen, and this is a game that I can imagine having been published had that come out in nineteen, you know, any point from nineteen eighty five on. For a home pick, for a home <laughs> micro, I, I would yeah. not have been in the slightest bit surprised. Obviously, to replicate the 1990 World Cup final, it would have to be 1990. Is that the scope of this game? Is it just penalties? It's a budget title. It's a budget title, so it is. It is very much along the lines of those Spectrum or Commodore. Yeah, games no, where... it, no, it very specifically is. I've just invented one in my head from the past that doesn't exist. I just, I can't. I'm still. If somebody comes along and says, well, actually, this does exist and here it is, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. There was a game called Peter Shilton's Handball Maradona. Yes, in which I know he that played one. as a goalkeeper. And it was just it was not it was it wasn't a very good game. No, because, of course, the thing about goalkeeping is that even the worst goalkeepers save more than 30 or 40 percent of the shots. <laughs> well, yeah, that they that they face, and and in, and in that particular game, as I recall it, that's kind of how difficult it was to save one. Yeah, it, it was, you know, you'd be conceding four or five goals every single game because it was just so difficult. And also, of course, I mean, the role of the goalkeeper is crucial, but sporadic generally yeah, yeah. In, in games of football. I mean, I I'd made a terrible mistake recently. Uh, I've started playing uh, modern football games again. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you this, after 6 weeks of playing old football games, they're just unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. But anyway, that's that's another matter entirely. Yeah. Um and I was mucking around with one of the sort of um player career mode things. Mm. And I found myself, as a right-back, just bombing forward the whole time. I 
play most most of the game at centre forward because that's my team were doing well and I wanted to be a part of it. So how you can justify playing as a goalkeeper? The sheer stress of it as well because you know you could do eighty nine minutes of absolutely nothing mm. and then make make a mistake. It's I think you as a goalkeeper mentally you have to prepare yourself for the fact that that is just the nature of it for you. I mean, and to be fair, this is this is the truth that the goalkeeper faces in real life. So it would, you know, as a as a sort of realistic depiction of football in a game, it's not wanting by Look, any means. I've I've been there and done it, and there is a point where a ball is heading towards you when <laughs> everything goes into slow motion. It is a, an extraordinary feeling because I've it's happened to me, you know. Yeah. For maybe I don't know, maybe eight or nine times, ten times in my life from playing in goal in various matches. That's when you're in the zone, though, isn't it? That's the zone. The thing is, I've been an outfield player as well, and it is psychologically completely different to being an outfield player. The outfield players can make those individual errors, and they, in fact, make the vast majority of them, and you know that. Yeah, those feckless wastrels. Yeah, and the fact of the matter is that you can't play in goal if you can't take that fact of it. If you can't accept that fact of it, then you shouldn't mm. be doing it, you know, and that that's the thing. I played clearer conscience because I gave my best and everybody knew that. And if I made a mistake, then I made a mistake and I admitted to it. This could actually be the um, subtitle of Peter Shilton's penalty challenge. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's lengthy. Yeah, I just, it, it is it is a position that is in no way whatsoever like any other position on the pitch. And anybody who hasn't done it in a match with a real referee nets on the goals, two teams in different kits, you know what I mean? If you haven't done that, then you don't know what it's like and you probably can't imagine it. It is a completely different perception on football. I don't think that Peter Shilton's penalty challenge is anything, you know, anything like that sophisticated. It's just basically a game that is there to remind Peter Shilton of that <laughs> I can actually I can see it being ported uh, into being a very successful mobile game and I mean Possibly, yeah. the fact that you know one of the shortcomings of mobile gaming can be um, not particularly responsive controls that doesn't yeah. actually matter here yeah because and the, the, the thing least is... responsive and, and user friendly the controls are the better it is for the game and I bet he's really humorous Oh. So, so if I tried I mean... to get the if I tried to get the official license for it, <laughs> he would to, he would to, he would totally turn it down. Yeah, ironically, that is not. I don't see you getting that past him. No, no, but that's fine. I just take his name off it. But the, the the character in the game will still look exactly like him. Yeah, Homer Simpson with a um, scouse wig. Yeah, but it is what it is. Susie's gonna sing about a different kind of chocolatey biscuit. Trio! 
too loud. Trio. I said that was too I loud. I want a trio and I want one now. Yeah, well, we all do, man, but listen. Not one, not two, I mean, but three things in I it. I said a chocolatey biscuit and a toffee taste, too. Listen, could you just cool and it? Not no three things are quite as good together as a trio. I went along very similar lines, actually, for my first game with an individual player game. Um, okay. Again, I don't know if it will necessarily pass the license test, but I went for Alan Harper's Squad Player Simulator. Okay, all right. Um, I'm interested. Well, Alan Harper, obviously one of the great... Uh, Club servants, the type of player who I don't really think you get anymore, particularly the sort of player who stays at a club for 10 years and will maybe play enough games to qualify for a medal if the team wins anything. All right. okay, okay. And so what do you have to do in this game? Well, I think generally speaking, it will be quite similar to the career mode on any modern football game but it would then break that 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 fourth wall and then you you know have more of a um, a sandbox aspect so you you know you get to be alan harper during the day you get to play around a golf you get to see if you can endorse a ford escort at the local car dealership you can open a supermarket you could do an interview with Shoot Magazine. Okay. I mean, I, I suppose... I mean, I like the concept of it. Yeah. But I I don't exactly know where the market to want to be Kevin Harper. Alan Harper. Sorry, Alan Harper. <laughs> A player so famous I forgot his name within eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows Mooncat. Come yeah. on. Yeah, no, no, I know exactly who you mean. I know exactly who you mean. Um, I, I I, just, I worry over whether there's a market there for this game. It would be. Beyond, beyond you and me and the couple of hundred good people who listen to this podcast. It would be <laughs> very much li- along the lines of one of those Second Life simulators. I would like it to, and you know, ultimately as VR gaming becomes more prevalent, I, I would definitely submit it to that treatment okay okay i i didn't just and i uh, feel like if you're if you're offering vr on your first game <laughs> well no i'm just saying that it you're could going easily all in. give it you're I, oh, absolutely I, i'm assuming absolutely that your going. third choice will be a dreamatorium of some description yeah everything everything's wired up to the matrix everything. yeah we'll um we'll uh, we, we shall we shall see I mean, it, it doesn't actually necessarily need to be Alan Harper. You could have any number of other players. I I jotted down Jorgen Nielsen's third goalkeeper. That would be a good... Um, okay. I, I suppose that would, game over then would be when you don't get issued a squad number at the beginning of the season. Uh. Or Pepe Reina's international goalkeeping. Okay. Where, where the aim of the game is to accrue the most international honours... Uh, by playing the least amount of minutes on the field. So if you can, you know, win a World Cup medal without even having taken your bib off. Yeah. Then, you know, that, that's, that's, that's 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 your PlayStation trophy popping up. But the up. thing is that you've got no control over that really, have you? 
Well, no, I mean, you could argue that it would be quite boring because ultimately it would be a game about not getting to play a game. It would just be a game in which the target was to, the aim was to sit around for a watching whole a game season. of football. <laughs> watching a game of football. In a state of cat like readiness because there's every chance that at some point the second goalkeeper might have to be brought on. Well, I And mean, then that goalkeeper could get injured and then you'd have to be brought on. Ike Casillas started chucking the ball in for Spain just too late <laughs> for Pepe Reina. I'm into any of that. I like. I think the playing farming simulator very much has opened uh, new synapses in my brain where it doesn't need to be in any way entertaining or fulfilling to still be a compelling video game to play. Okay. And I think that that is how Alan Harper would describe his entire career. So This all seems a bit harsh on Alan Harper. <laughs> and again, uh, I think the licensing is going to be difficult. And the thing is, is. that what you're just going to have a player who looks exactly like Mooncat. Yeah, I mean, I might be able to get it licensed with the, the Mooncat people. Right. Have to see. Mm. Have to see what the uh, legalities are there. Well, um, your second game. Okay, my second game is a bit more developed. Um, well, the first one, the first one, as you say, was it was quite a budget title. Yeah, this is this isn't uh um this isn't a triple A game. Okay. Um, this is what I consider to be a kind of mid-range sort of, you know, just your standard current generation console, maybe, PC release. And its provisional working title is called School Football. (laughs) Um, Because all the other ideas that I came up with made me sound like a (laughs) paedophile. Well, all the so, other titles, yeah, yeah, all the other games, yeah, all the other no, all the other, um, yeah, all the all the other, all the other working titles. I, I had to abandon a level with an ice cream van. <laughs> I I'm, I'm I am intrigued because okay. there is no football quite as intense um, and variable as school football. Okay, well there are there are five levels. It's a career game. Okay. And there are five levels. Do they to correspond school to the football. school years, presumably? Uh, no, they're just the stages that you go through. You start. <laughs> correspond to puberty. Yeah. No, you start <laughs> playing uh, on a street with a tin can. Okay. And if you complete that level, you go on to. Well, actually, no, you go on to this anyway. I'm, I'm scared by if. I mean, because no, 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 you know, no, no, I'm no, not very yeah, good no, at games. The, the, first, the first two levels, okay. you can't, you know... You can't fail. You can't, you can't fail. Uh, the second level is um, the school playground with a tennis yeah. ball. Of course. Yeah. The third level is school PE class. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then and at then, this then, point, it becomes a yes. skill game. Because yeah. then it goes school football team... And then professional team trial. Oh, this is pretty... I mean, this is... It is the... Very much the... This is the career ladder for anyone who's under you, the age of 14 years old, isn't it? That you, you've, you've simulated how it is 
that someone who's eight years old might go about making it big. Yeah, in I mean, I, I know that they all get picked up and put in academies when they're like six years old or whatever these yeah. days. Ac- academies. But that is, quotes, but... but when I was, you know, when I was a young player, if it had happened to me, <laughs> that's, it was obviously never going to happen to me. Um, that's how it would have happened. I think your limitations as a footballer were mainly caused by the fact that you've got the eyesight of a mole. I got as far as school football team. I know. I think actually, considering that you you know you can barely see see your hand in front of your face, you actually got pretty far. Uh, but I bought contact lenses. Yeah. Well, that was a good move on your part. Yeah, but I mean, but the point of this game is that obviously it's it's time limited. Yeah, and it's time limited, and then of course, and, and so you just basically bounce between school, playground, PE class, football team if you're good enough. So you've just got that one skill level. But then if you run out of time by the time you're 16 or whatever, then you yeah. run out of time, and that's and that's you know I mean you could go further and then link it into a career mode or whatever. But I I, I don't know. Yeah, like I, I say, so. I I'm uh, my 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 third choice. Is 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 more expansive than that, so it's um, so I'm happy for this one to be quite small. You know? I have to say I'm very excited by this. I mean, for a start, the potential for all the different pitches yep. that you could be able to play on during the school playground section, the different skill sets. Oh, absolutely! You know, I mean, the different, the fo- different balls. Some, some, some games you're going to have a proper football. Yeah, playing football, you know, in the park or whatever, is very mm. different to playing football on a playground, which is very different to playing football in a match, which is very different well, to yeah. playing it in PE. The pitfalls of playing football in the school playground, obviously, is you know, you, there's hopscotch, there's skipping, there's. Um, I don't know what else people do. British bulldog. Yeah, like I say, I mean, this is a this is a heroin modest, dealing. Yeah. This is like I say, this is a modest title. It's yeah. not. Um... Well, I think there's a lot of depth to it. It, I mean, it can be done. It can be done quite concisely and modestly. Yeah, I mean, if that's it not was... to say that it doesn't have the the emotional depth to pull you in. Yeah, I mean, it, it could obviously, you know, be plugged into FIFA. At the start of the career mode, or something oh, like that. Oh, now you're talking. You know, so it it could do that, but I don't. You know, I I don't. Obviously, if you build a game yourself to go on to that, it's not going to be as good as FIFA, and people aren't going to be interested in it, and they're not going to, you know, they're not going to buy it. So just keep it small and like this is, and then you've got all the. If you're actually programming it, then you've freed up all the space by keeping it the ideas slim. You freed up all the space to actually make it a lot better. You can fit yeah more to in. really fill out the world to yeah. create you know, to create the. Yeah. Uh, it's a small world, but it's it's a small. Well, it's world. a school, isn't it? I mean, it... well, it's a you know, it's a school, it's a street, it's a it's a school field, it's a it's a gym. Is there an end level boss who's a PE teacher? Because um, well, there's, there's plenty of scope for, it for depends mischief. On how you, it depends on how you're playing it. I can kind of see it as being kind of like a simulator. Yeah. Um, I can I can imagine it as a sandbox game, which just progresses forward inevitably in time. Um, mm. Well, I mean that way actually, it could then it could plug into other games as well. It could plug into GTA if your football career doesn't. 
yeah, yeah. take. Yeah, and you, I mean, actually, I don't, you know, have to yeah. go into drug dealing. By modern standard, by the depth of modern games, it's really it's nothing. Like I say, you know, I see it as being a kind of you know fifteen quid on Steam sort of game. Actually, I'm pretty excited though. So there you say, go. There's my second best goal I ever saw scored in my life was scored in a school playground. So never underestimate the school playground. Certain about it. Certain about it. My second game. I don't know whether or not I'm going to be able to get this past you, but I'm sure that... I, well, I'm confident that Chris Oakley, at least, would want to play this game. Okay. So if 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 for nobody else... Okay. Uh, fo- football Club Secretary 2020. <laughs> <laughs> now, Football Club... You've you know you know you know I've been um, I've been I've been a football club secretary. Yes. Well, you know football manager that you're a football manager in that. Mm. Um in in the other games we've been talking about simulating our, our other roles. Well, this will be the first game to fully simulate being a, a administrator at a football club. Yeah. So like football manager, you know, you're presented with your list of teams at the beginning. But then you're doing low-level sort of administrative hiring and firing. Well, let me tell you um, what there is a lot of. What there okay. is a lot of. There is a lot of paperwork. Yeah, Every well, player has to be registered. Absolutely. I've got it on the list. Player registration and eligibility. Yeah, they don't have to just be registered once. They have to be <laughs> registered twice. When I was doing it, they had to be registered with the league and they had to be registered with the county FA. Now, the league took care of it with the county FA, but you still had to do everything twice. You you just had to give the league both sets of forms and then they would send the yeah. one off to the county FA. So, I- <laughs> there, when I say there's a lot of paperwork, I mean, if you're starting a season and you've got, say, 19 or 20 players... That's 40 forms you've got to get off these people. And they're idiots and they don't really give a shit about paperwork. And, <laughs> you know, it's just a it's just a horrible job. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but I can see I can see that it's left an impact on you, though. And there, there's but... there's quite a lot of being more civil to a referee or up past nine on a Sunday morning than you really want to be. Yeah, because you want to keep the referee on your side if you can. So when he turns up, you know it will be the secretary or the captain or the manager, whoever, mm-hmm. who, will, who will go over and greet them properly and say hello. You know, I hadn't actually considered that part, but of course, you know things like hospitality. But you're a functionary, basically. Yeah. Oh, you. What you've done there is you've just opened more scope up in my mind for yeah. different things that football club secretary could be. Yeah, uh, there's a I, lot of there's a lot of going to post boxes to mail things. Yeah, and because... I would make sure that 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 walk to the post box was fully accurately depicted in terms of time. Every 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 week we had to fill in a card, and on one side. There was just a, a bit to fill in the result, and on the other side was obviously um, a bit to fill in any comments about the referee or about the match in general. Uh, and then on the other, <laughs> and then on the other side, it was um, the, your 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 team, the team that okay. started the game. 
and that had to be in with the league by I think it was the following Thursday. So you have four days to post it. And the thing is, I mean, they were only in, they lived in the centre of St Albans. So you could just walk it around there at any point. But, it, yeah. you know, it was easier to post it. Now, obviously, you, you know, you've done this in a, in, in a very, very small way with your, you know, Sunday league, that yeah. sort of thing. This would give you, the, you know, the option to do that at, one of the super clubs in the Premier League oh, or I in the Premier League. I strongly suspect that the jobs wouldn't be as much different. Oh, I'm sure you know. they won't. But uh, you I, are having to deal with 200 players, yeah, rather than um, yeah. I 20. mean, I'm sure. Well, I mean, they have whole administrative teams. They have a they have a board of directors. You know, there's all these other people there. Yeah. As a as a club secretary, you are a director. You have to be the club secretary. It's a directorial role. Yeah. So you know it's a senior position. As soon as you get any structure, I think I would definitely it, put, put but, a sub game in there where yeah. you can suck a cock because yeah. at some point you're going to have to suck a cock, aren't you? Like that bloke in the fire festival film. The main point remains, I think, that the things that you have to do. There's a whole lot more, obviously, at a professional club, but all that stuff almost certainly has to be done to some extent by the club secretary, even between even at semi-professional and professional clubs. Yeah, I got the idea from this game from um, doing two of my favourite things, which is a editing kits on football games, and b um, playing football management simulations. Mm. Now. You know, your player is suspended. Okay. But of course, in reality, the player's not walking around the club with a large red rectangle over his head to remind you that you're suspended. So getting into the real meat, the real minutiae of Mm. having to be the person who's read all of the rule books and is completely fully up to date and apprised of exactly who's eligible for each game. Because I mean, I mean, one one way that you could definitely get sacked in this game would be for if your team ended up getting kicked out of the cup for fielding an ineligible player. Um, Imagine yeah. that, the yeah, horror. Yeah, anything like that. I mean, the, the thing is that you know, doing it at a low level is an incredibly stripped down version of doing it at a high level. But what you've got to bear in mind is that the club secretary at that level at the top end of the professional level is a director's position yeah that person will have an entire staff of team working for him it you know it's it will be a completely different job at that level but i think that you get so far up certainly the semi-professional game and into the lower levels of the professional game and you wouldn't actually see that much of a difference a lot of it very routine, very mundane. Club secretary's job is going to be taken up with safety certificates and this and that. They're going to be overall in. They're going to have a responsibility for the finances and make being making sure the books are straight. They'll probably have to sign off on those once a year when the um you know when the company accounts are put through. It's it's. It's that I, I think I think that's mostly what being a club secretary is. That and sucking a lot of cock. I have to say I wonder <laughs> um where the audience 
<laughs> but this game was going to be. It's going to be me, yes. you, yes, and well, and Chris Oakley. Well, yeah. I mean, and and I don't know whether or not he would really get anything out of other than the the kit elements. Of the it. thing I mean, is that this is going to come up on social media at some point, and you're going to get maybe another ten or twelve people. If we're lucky, who will all, who lucky. yeah who will all say it and it'll be and it will seem like that's a lot, but it isn't. <laughs> well, no, I mean maybe not, but I, I don't know. I mean, maybe forty years ago, people would have scoffed at uh, somebody who said that you could try and replicate the experience of being a football manager, and maybe this is just the next step. I, I'm quite. I quite like the fact that the better you do on the game, the more smoothly you help your club run, and the more success that that brings them. It will earn you the exact same amount of plaudits and gratitude. I very little. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's important to remember that that this is a really niche market. <laughs> I think that I, I, yeah. I, I mean, but, like I say, I, mean, I I would play it. Yeah, you know. there you go. But, I mean, there you go. But as it's you that's saying it, I am literally the target demographic for it. Well, I mean, maybe, but I think that the niche market is very much what oh, we're yeah, always yeah, going yeah. to end up exploring with a project like this. But I don't think that uh, it's any less valid because. I would play all of these games so far. I would play the shit out of school football. Yeah. <laughs> we are the top kennel for breeding Norwich Terriers in this country. And my success is attributed to the correct feeding of my dogs. And that means pedigree chum. To me, chum is the best. Look at it. Firm, meaty, good, solid nourishment. Beautiful food. The dogs love it. The dishes are absolutely licked clean. I built my kennel on pedigree chum. Have no hesitation in recommending it to anyone. Pedigree Charm. Top breeders recommend it because it's solid nourishment. Your final game. Now this is this is your big title. This is your blue ribboned experience. I can't tell you how big the maximum capacity of a video game can be. Uh, I don't know. I don't have the technical expertise, but already I already I'm enough. excited. I have yeah. played enough of them to know that you can make them hella big. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So when I present Football Universe to you, <laughs> okay, Football Universe, I am presenting a game which may sound unfeasible on the current generation of consoles. But might not be, and well, which I don't think is inconceivable on the next generation of consoles, which are due. Considering the sensible world of soccer, and um, mm-hmm. you know we all know how deep that was, is twenty-five years old. Yeah, it's not inconceivable to me that they could do it with the current range of consoles but what what is the sort of scope that we're looking at here with football universe okay in i football... fear it's going to be very thorough indeed in football universe you okay. can be a player yep you can be a club owner can you be a club secretary no 
<laughs> no, no one wants to do that. You, you can idiot. be no, no one wants to do that. You can be a manager. All right, which is kind of scaled back, so not too detailed. I want that to have a kind of you know rhythm and a bounce to it. I want you to be able to get through it if you like. You can play current or from any point in history. <laughs> okay. From the formation of the game, the teams, the names, the kits, the latest results to that point will be stored. <laughs> you can play it in either an arcade or simulation mode. So there's one version which is your kind of FIFA or PE or Pro Evolution and your other one is like your sensible. It has every licensed team in the world. <laughs> Hang on. Because why not? No, you know, it has the licenses that FIFA has. Yeah, okay. Okay. It has the same, but we've completely made up with false names and false teams. So you can kind of run it in just like your own kind of parallel universe. Mm-hmm. It's completely moddable in the way that games like Planet Zoo are. And roller coaster tycoon. So okay. if you're building a stadium, it will give you like a gazillion fucking options. Yeah. And you also have the option to be a fan. So your team can play out matches which you can watch on the TV <laughs> or from your seat in the stand. You can have a season wow. ticket, have a specific seat in the stand. Okay. Um, you can watch the matches on the TV in a you in a well. It will be like YouTube. It could be taken from YouTube, um, but a video library, <laughs> which will I'm have just... every old match that is available anywhere, anywhere whatsoever, loaded onto it, and it will be completely searchable and what have you. And that's not difficult to do, and that wouldn't take up any memory because that could be done entirely <laughs> through a streaming service externally. <laughs> There are, the thing is, Why there's not? people out there. Well, no, I'm absolutely not. But there are, there are people out there who have enough trouble getting this kind of lifestyle past their partners and family members as it is. So the idea that beyond that, when you know, when you're not going to be out um, following your team, you were at home. <laughs> playing a fan simulator in a game called Football Universe well, no, might, I mean, look, might be the final straw. Yeah, there ain't going to be no supporters going to matches between no. now and at least this time next year. Yeah, That I is mean, not going yeah, to be yeah. happening. So if you're going to pay for a you know, if you're going to pay for a video game now, if this game was coming out now, I swear to God, you would get tens of thousands of people sign up for it. Oh, I'm sure you would. Yeah, you know, because the graphical capabilities of this machines means that this will look like real life. <laughs> you know, that's how good it will be, because that's how good these games are now. What are the limits of 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 this game? Is it focused entirely on football, or is there more of a sandbox aspect? Um, there can be a sandbox aspect to the player, owner, manager areas of it. The, yeah, um, the fan might be a little yeah, bit. I mean, difficult. Yeah, the fan, the fan would have to sit kind of, you know, would have to be completely different, obviously. Um, but then at the same time, you know, it's. Uh, 
it's not going to be like in real fucking time or anything like that. The point is for this game to be as open-ended as you want it to be. You know, the idea is for it to be enjoyable and and, and to, to strike that balance between being fun and having a degree of depth to it. Yeah. So, you know, if you're building a stadium for your team in this parallel universe with made-up names... Yeah. you're building a stadium for them yeah you can put crazy shit on that and yeah there's a load of crazy shit you can put on the top of it because Stadi- why not stadium building options in any game are always they're always absolute yeah, winner they're always good so like I say I'm saying do them on the scale that Planet Zoo does it the the thought of that has short circuited my brain a yeah. little bit actually. Anybody, who's, anybody who's seen or played the the video game Planet Zoo will be aware of the fact that you you run a zoo in it and when you go to make changes to it or build your zoo you can build more or less anything it's, it's, it is it is dazzling yeah. the amount of yeah. stuff and if they can on. do that in a kind of I think slightly kind of shitty PC game or whatever um, without overstraining anything that I'm pretty certain that the capacity to have that level of inventory, mm. you know, is is real. I I'm I I I I really think it can be done. This is a game that I would want in VR. <laughs> yeah. Because why not? Well, um, well, the issue of the licenses, like I say, that's to basically. Thorny. Well, no, because I mean, basically, what you have to do is acquire the licenses from the leagues that FIFA that EA has. Yeah. And whilst that sounds enormously difficult, I don't think it's going to be as difficult as getting Peter Shilton's permission <laughs> to call my first game <laughs> Peter Shilton's no, penalty challenge. I, I fancy, I do I think, fancy you. You find that easy. Yeah. I mean, I suspect that if you, I suspect that if you throw in, well, if I can say, I can say this as fact, can't I? I, <laughs> I suspect. If I, given throw, the fact that someone has already done it, yeah. If I throw enough loot at FIFA. <laughs> or if I throw enough loot at all the, you know, the associations or the clubs or whoever I need to throw this loot at, then yeah, cool still, cool still, flippy a eh, the bird. Oh, absolutely, of course they would. So you know, so the point is that it's 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 big, it's customizable, it's moddable. Uh, it has licensed teams and it also has teams that don't exist. So if you want to lose yourself in it away from the kind of mess of everything else, you can go into this parallel universe and play in a different league with teams that sound a little bit like the teams in the real Premier League or whatever. And you can change everything. You can make the TV distribution money equal. You know, wow. you can set whatever savage things you like. You can make you can make it the type of football that you want to make. That's pretty intense. You see, so you know you can do all of these things. And um, like I'm I say, to think that this game should be called Ian King's Football Universe. Yeah, like I say, I don't think that a lot of that would take up that much grunt. I think that things that if you got into areas like, like, I mean, kits wouldn't be an issue, but if you got into areas of how many stadiums could you do, (laughs) uh, you know, that might be quite a lot. But I don't know how the capacity of like the PS5 is going to be. It could be that, yeah, actually, it's perfectly capable of taking that. 
So, I don't know, you know, can you have every single stadium? Football universe. Do you think that one day there will be a football universe? Beyond, um, obviously, the football universe that already exists. What, what you mean in terms of the game? No, I'm, well, it, it, the one that already exists, obviously, in, it is just the football universe. Yeah, I'm well, talking about, the, do you think that... Because there's a lot of games now that if you said to 15-year-old me, this is what games were going to be like, I probably would have done things in my pants that I wouldn't even be able to repeat. Yeah. So do you think that football universe is possible, plausible? Yeah, I mean, our... yeah, I mean, maybe not on the next generation of um, of consoles, but maybe on the generation after that. You've got to look yeah. at what are they going to improve. Well, you know, we're already at 4K in terms of viewing, and that's pretty much standard for a lot of people now. Um, it's up to 8K, I think, at the kind of higher end, and, and higher than that as well. So how much more can you do in terms of graphics and what have you? Um, so the issue becomes then, okay, well, how do you improve on the console that you've already got. And the obvious answer to that is memory. The obvious answer to that is make the games, give them the capacity to load these enormous games very quickly. Give them the capacity to be able to actually completely optimise the awesome, you know, capabilities that they've got at their disposal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can see it. You know, I so can, I could I see the see. Pla- I could see I could see a virtual, maybe not universe, but a virtual planet, say, cool. being available in two or three generations' time. Everyone with their own little individual universe on their yeah. PlayStation, yeah, their own because, little save, yeah, because it wouldn't have to be a universe because you know, universe could never end. You it wouldn't be able to do that because. Bloody hell. But Stephen unless... Stephen Hawking over um, Well, I mean, unless, obviously, it was just, you know, it just regenerated old stuff again. But that would mm. kind of be a little bit pointless, wouldn't it? Like I say, you know, in two generations' time, you might have a a, a, a completely traversable VR planet Earth. Or you mm. might be able to build your own complete planet. It's 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 absolutely not inconceivable. Like maybe I don't know enough about it to say with any particular confidence. The next generation, or the one after that, or the one after that, or the one after that. But why wouldn't you be able to render fifteen thousand football stadiums? You'd be able to do it quite quickly with some photography, scan it all in, blah blah blah. Not the sort of football stadiums that we would be building. Well, yeah. So, like I say, you know, I, 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 my concern over that game is a capacity issue and feasibility, because yeah. the issue is you need those licenses. If you're yeah. gonna, if you're, you've got to walk the walk on on depth if you're going to do it, and if you can't get those licenses off EA, then I don't think you should proceed without them. But still easier to get that than Peter Shilton. I can't imagine. Although Peter Shilton, I should imagine, would do pretty much anything for money. Apart from save a penalty. Apart from, yeah. (laughs) My last game uh, is not quite as involved as yours, if I'm honest. Oh. But it it was never going to be 
Oh, okay. You've just created an entire planet. Hotshot Hamish and Mighty Mouse. Okay. Officially um, licensed. Of course, officially licensed. It's an arcade-style football game, but it fundamentally, I see it playing like a cartoon. Okay. Um, there's lots mm. of there's lots of games out there. Um, for example, Worms WMD is a good example of a game that plays like you're watching a cartoon. And isn't the there idea- isn't there a Streets of Rage or something that plays like that? Well, yeah, exactly. The idea of being able to play a Hotshot Hamish and Mighty Mouse cartoon that's also a game of football, a competitive game of football. Um, I've envisage the teams being built properly with, uh, you know, appropriate characters and the, all of the correct people. I like the, the idea. The, the leagues and the teams. I like the idea to take it a step further. Of having a Roy of the Rovers. Oh, absolutely! I mean, they they well, you would can be, just, you can have any of the teams in it. Melchester Rovers. Yeah. In their Danefield league. United. Danefield United. I wrote down. I wrote oh, down. Right. Uh, Tynefield City is Tynefield who, City. Um, That's the Gordon goalkeeper. Stewart played yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. Millside City. Uh, oh. Andy Steele, playmaker. Okay. Uh, I even I even wrote down. Um, a suggested control scheme. It was, I mean, I have it very similar to FIFA in terms of, you know, you've got your pass, you've got your long pass, your shoot, and your through pass buttons mm-hmm. uh, with the R2 button to sprint. But I thought that all the other buttons could just be used as modifiers mm. to, to anything else because the magic, of course, of Hotshot Hamish is that he could kick a ball so hard that it would blow the net out the back of the goal. Yeah. Kevin Mouse can dribble all the way through morbidly a, obese. More he's yeah, he's five foot two, he's morbidly obese, he's short sighted. And I'm not, you know, I'm not I, I'm not trying to fat shame anybody here. He is about five foot two and he must weigh three hundred pounds. Yeah, but he can dribble his way through an entire team of Somehow. Play, and of course one one of the great things about those uh, Mighty Mouse strips is that when he was on the run... It looked the, believable. The, the attempts to tackle him are many and varied. Yeah, yeah. And that ball is stuck to his feet. And, you know, as I say... The guy who did the art for those cartoons was very good at seething, snarling faces. Yeah, and that Desperate, is exactly what I urgent, want. urgent, curled-lipped teeth-bearing faces, yeah. To to capture in this game is to capture that cartoonish football. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. It's um again, I think that's got legs. You could you could have all the teams either play in the league that they're in in their strip or playing against each other. Well, I would envisage, you know, um Hamish and, and Mouse would play for Prince's Park. Or, yeah. you know, Glencow Rangers. And then there would be the teams that they played against in the the comic. And yeah. that would be the, that oh, yeah, would be yeah, the yeah. Scottish League. And then there would be the English League. And that would have Melchester Rovers and so forth. And these other teams in there. Mm. You know, Tynefield City would be in, in there. And you wouldn't be able to beat their goalkeeper. Yeah, except they don't all play against each other. Well, yeah, but... 
I mean, there was no reason why they couldn't. Now, what I'm and now saying, they will. Okay, well, what I'm saying is you could have them all playing against each other and you could also have the option to have them play in their own leagues individually. Absolutely, yes. So, yeah. you know, yeah, that's doable. And again, I would play it, but it, it's it's another game that's written for men in their 40s, <laughs> which, which you are now. In case we haven't been clear enough about this, he was 40, what was that, three weeks ago? A month ago, a month ago. A month ago. Yeah, so, you know. So I'm eased, I'm well eased into it now. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? It's in its own way, in its own way. And it is, it's, yeah. It's, it's great. I mean, obviously, you're reasonably close to, I mean, more or less anything I die of now is going to be natural causes. Yeah, but, at, at but, its root. But, at its root, but beyond that, I get whatever the hell I want and don't give a shit. Yeah. And out, what I want out, is hotshot Hamish. Yeah. You've outlived the average working class Edwardian. I know. Take that. There you go. So, yeah, that's that's and also I think enormously variable standards of refereeing because obviously in a hotshot Hamish game, there's going to be some tackles going in. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is not a simulation. This is, um, this is. Well, it, it actually, it is a simulation in that. You know, these things do happen. It's just they're hushed up by people who. Well, want no, us to because I think that the game. I think that if the game is being played in the style of the cartoon, then it is not a simulation. Or <laughs> well, no, obviously, every time Hotshot Hamish scores, he's going to take the net out of the back of the goal. Yeah, or just the goalkeeper will end up wrapped up in it. And the <laughs> the only, and unless, of course, he's playing Timefield City. Because you can't beat Gordon Stewart, he is unbeatable. Uh, well, he died, didn't he? Yeah, well, they killed. They I actually mean, killed him off. I can't remember how he died. Whether it was a plane crash or a he- maybe a helicopter crash. I don't know. Don't know. They loved a helicopter crash in. Roy they, the Rovers. It was all quite bloodthirsty for a while, you know, Roy the Rovers. Well, Roy, like, I mean, Roy lost his left foot in a helicopter crash, didn't well, he? Well, someone shot Roy Rovers. Yeah. That spoiler was, uh... alert! Spoiler alert! It was Vic Guff. No, it wasn't Vic Guffrey. It was um. Was it the uh, actor who was, yeah, was playing him in a film? Yeah. Yeah. Like he was like a kind of Elton John type, wasn't he? I don't really think there needs to be a spoiler alert for that because I've read that story arc and it's quite clear to everyone <laughs> who did it. It's thirty-eight years ago. I am not putting a spoiler alert on something that's 38 years ago. I think that's fairer. Also, the other benefit of this game, um, it could have rapper Hardesty on it. And the benefit of that is that you could kick the shit out of rapper Hardesty. Well, Really trample him into the dirt. You know, you're kind of taking your cues from it and okay, but... You've got to bear in mind that there's going to be different teams over different time periods in this. Well, yeah, I suppose that that is true. Yes, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to have the the 1981 team or whatever, the team that got relegated. But wasn't Melchester Rovers always essentially the exactly the same team? It was the same club. Players who were ostensibly. In their, you know, in their fortieth season at, at the club, no, there was about maybe two, three of them. I mean, there's absolutely no way that Blackie Gray 
wasn't dyeing his hair by the end. Well, no, because when Roy of the Rovers... Well, you've got to bear in mind is that when Roy of the Rovers first started, Roy was a schoolboy. and Which brings us back to school football. Yeah, well, the original story of Roy of the Rovers, the original comic book story, is yeah. the kid playing for a school team who gets picked by a district team who ends up playing for Melchester Rovers. Uh, and I know that because I've got it here somewhere. And then, of course, he gets into the Melchester team and he's a young player for, um, you know, I don't know, he uh, for about 10 years or so or something like that. And then it just, what actually happens with him is that the, they, rather than freezing him in time, uh, at least this is what I think they've done. This is how I've always interpreted it. From about the early 1970s on, they just enormously slow his ageing process. So Roy of the Rovers 1978, say, is just a year or two younger than Roy of the Rovers in 1981. And Roy of the Rovers in 1981 is just a little bit younger than the one from 1984 or 85. And that's how they do it. They kind of, uh, rather than just get mm. making him older. Yeah, they're just eking him out. Yeah, they just, they, they do it very, very much wrong. And I don't know whether that's deliberate, but it's certainly how it looks. Yeah. But, um, so, you know, there, there are diff- you you'd have to have every Melchester team loaded into it. And different well, kits yeah, but, and again, but easily, again, easily done. Yeah, they, none of, none of this is difficult. But the point is that it, you know it's. I, d- I don't know how you're going to have them doing anything other than playing against each other under those circumstances. They could just have a league of their own. It's not like it fucking matters. Yeah, exactly. And the way that I'm trying to be uh, realistic in a game about a fucking bloke who wears a kilt and can kick a football so hard it could kill a cow from 100 paces <laughs> and a man who looks like he's got type 2 diabetes oh, to be honest with you um, shouldn't be wetting himself that worked out beating five different players and lashing the ball into the top corner of the goal oh and by the way he wears glasses yeah yeah I mean if you it, it, it seems to me. It seems to me that going for the simulation angle oh, yeah, yeah, on, the, yeah. on that game is is. But every every match that they ever played in the comic just looked like the most fun football match that has ever happened. Well, the most fun football matches that ever have ever happened were from the similar com- well, the, the one of the predecessor comic strips, which was the original Mighty Mouse cartoons. Uh, The most fun-looking football matches ever played in were the matches when Kevin Mouse played for the hospital team. Absolutely, yeah. In in Mighty Mouse. Because um, some readers may not be aware that in... uh, Hotshot Hamish Hamish and uh, Kevin Mouse came together as a result of two separate cartoons. Yes, uh, Hotshot Hamish and Mighty Mouse, which was the one about about Kevin Mouse, and then they merged those two together. But in the original Mighty Mouse, Kevin Mouse was this morbidly obese, glasses wearing hospital porter who played for Tottenford Rovers. I think it was Tottenford it, Rovers. Yeah, yeah, Tottenford Rovers. But he had to play basically under the instruction of his 
boss who was this old boy with a long white beard and a walking stick and I can't remember what his name was but <laughs> maybe it'll come to me but he had to play for the hospital team and that kind of had to take priority over his professional football career um, yeah. there would oftentimes be you know he'd have to play in two places at the same time or uh, some obstacle or other would be put in the way of him getting to the game yeah. or something like that. And it always when he got there it always seemed like the team he was playing were gnarled psychopaths. Always. Yeah, and sometimes he'd like you know he'd turn up an hour into the game and they were losing and playing badly and he'd come on and just score two goals in the last half hour. Oh yeah. So it's just like you just find yourself thinking save the NHS, I get it. But do we really need hospital porters so much that this guy has to be doing this when he's clearly one of the best footballers in the world <laughs> and with the benefit of proper nutritionists <laughs> and, um, you know, just imagine him at the the fitness of a professional athlete. Well, yeah, but then then again, maybe it would take something away. The guy's got a BMI of 71. And That's he's true. running rings around first division defenders. You trim that, you trim that fat off that bad boy. Mm. And that piggy's gonna squeal. <laughs> <laughs> you heard? Uh, yeah. I mean, so there you go. That's make our, all of our games. Yeah. That's how we'll, it, you know, we'll just sit here and. Cream yeah. off the profits. Yeah, that's our expectation. I'm claiming copyright to the last two. The first one, if anyone wants to just go ahead and make it, then you know <laughs> you can you can deal with Peter Shilton yourself. <laughs> I mean, he might not be able to jump, but he's still bigger than me. Time to wrap this nonsense up. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back same time next week. Bye bye. Did our universe have a beginning? Why is there a universe like this one? <laughs>